Ten Drink Minimum is a proud member of the Barilla's Podcasters Guild. Ten drink minimum. It's the last party of the weekend. Um, I'm a little worse for wear today. I swear, a little too many shots last night. Oh goodness! <laughs> did you break into that malort? No, that I have. No, that's still untouched. <laughs> for people who are just tuning in, um, whenever uh, we have someone new come on the show, whenever we're not in COVID times, they have to do a shot of malort. It's tradition now, and if you don't know what Malort is, look it up online. YouTube has some fantastic videos of people drinking Malort, and uh, for Christmas, my girlfriend got me a, a new bottle because we ran out. They only Which sell in Chicago. Yeah, the funny thing is, is you know she didn't know that you can't, it's kind of like illegal to just ship alcohol. And she has an uncle that lives in Chicago, and she had him buy the Malort package. It came in a package with a with a uh, ornament with a Malort ornament. So, uh, so it was a gift set. Yeah, it was a gift set. So he buys the gift set, and then he tells her, "Yeah, the post office says I can't mail this to you." And she felt really bad, and he's like. It's cool. I guess your cousin's getting this for Christmas. And then and then I saw the photo of the cousin holding it. Like, like I guess this is what I got. Like, ugh. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad we, we brought the Malort up because like I have something new here too. It's a truly and they are seltzer teas. Right? I had these last night. Really fantastic, actually. That like them right up my alley. Really good, which makes me think. I thought about today. I'm like, what is so the the seltzer thing is like the big fad right now. It's all over the place. I introduced them to my mom. My mom likes them, and then she doesn't like all the flavors. And so she was like, "Hey, um, can I just get like a certain flavor?" I was like, "Unfortunately, not." Like you know, some of them do like single flavors, but for the most part, they're all like, "Here's a pack of a whole bunch of different kind." That seems to be the uh, the running the running. It's, uh, you know. uh, it's true. Uh, every time uh, me me and my roommate get one of those mix packs, mm-hmm. there's always three that are just left over because those are like the magic ones that only the roommate likes. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so like, I'll take the mangoes out, and I'm all those are for him. I just got a nine pack. I only get, I'm only like, I, I always get, which I love. I always get the pineapple. Um, mm. 
because I like pineapple and the other person doesn't like pineapple. So I get to, I get all those. So that's good, I guess. My favorite is the acai, blueberry acai or whatever. Oh. But you can only get it in the mixed berry pack. Mm. I see. So. What, uh, yeah, which, which brand is that? Uh, truly. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, so it made me wonder throughout like your life, there's been a lot of like trendy things in alcohol. What were some of your favorite trendy alcohols? Hmm. You know, I mean, when I was in college, um, was Zima was just, had just come out and, People would get Zimas and they would put a Jolly Rancher or Skittles in them, and Skittles, it would and yeah. it would flavor them. The different, you know, you could basically flavor oh. it in alcohol. And then I remember when Tequila came out, and that was oh. like a tequila flavored beer. Oh, oh, why? That I makes me want to throw. <laughs> it was so gross. Let me I, let me look Try that drinking up. it. Yeah, right. Oh. Do you not remember? Does no one remember that one? Tequila beer. I remember. I remember tequila. That was awful. Oh. oh yeah. I don't know if you can oh, still get it. Let's see. I hope not. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, I guess I went through the four locos. We talked about this last week. Uh, I went through four locos, but I wouldn't say I enjoyed that phase. Yeah. I went through a fireball phase for a minute. Fireball is one of those alcohols, right? Well. Yeah. <sighs> That's another one too. That's a good point. I remember when I first uh, turned twenty-one, the company De Kuiper was huge. Do you remember that, James? There's, they're still around. That's they're where you they're get, still like, all your generic yeah. Um, schnapps. Yeah, they're still around, but they're not like they were. Like they were big. Like they had a uh, hot damn. And then oh, yeah, had, we drank that when I was, like, 21, yeah. too. Before Fireball, right. we had Hot Damn. A Hot Damn 100. Pucker series. Pucker. They had oh. commercials for the Puckers. Pucker was... You know what was ugh. popular when I was 21 is that 99 Bananas bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that De Kuiper? Oh. Let's see. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, think I, don't I, know who... I have a friend that drinks that on the normal. He does the uh-huh. 99 Whipped. Ugh. Let me see. Oh, so it just tastes like sugar, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm and just thinking it. about it now is like, ugh. I don't know who it just makes gives it. Just me heartburn thinking of it. I'm all like, ah, yeah. oh, my poor stomach. Man, they make a lot of different fucking products. Wow. So I'm here sipping on hot tea. I'm all my poor stomach. Holy shit! I did not realize. <laughs> I did not realize there were so many different flavors. Well, oh, 99. Okay. There's 99. Oh, yeah. 99 espresso. 99 pineapples, mm-hmm. 99 root beer, 99 whipped, 99 watermelon, 99 peppermint. There's peaches, oranges, grape, coconut, cinnamon, butterscotch, and so on. At and golly. they are all going to give you a hangover. Strawberry. Oh, that is a lot of different. Um, there's a, a Long Island iced tea. There's That's new to me. Lime. Well, Raspberry. Um, now they have Jello party packs, where they come in like a little prepackaged Jello thing. Ooh, what up, Dan? Hey, hey. Dan. Dan Mayfield. What up? Um, you know, it doesn't even, 
doesn't even feel like the New Year's because I never went to Dan's uh, New Year's. Party. I know, right? I felt I the same like way. Like it's not next year yet. It does feel right, you know. What a boring. I didn't see Dan at all. <laughs> what a what a boring week this was, right? Real slow. Yeah. Real slow news week. Super. <laughs> nothing happened. Boo. I feel like I was watching C-SPAN all week. <laughs> That's all I want to say about that craziness. Just craziness. Man. Uh, but uh like what other so like what other fads were there in alcohol when you were growing up? Dan says he uh, had his party still he had two people over. Well, we were not in any of those two people, so Yeah, what the hell, Dan? Um Aww. Um I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, the, the Kuiper ones were big. Um, Goldschlager was a big one for a while. That was a big yeah. fad. Like people liked Goldschlager. We talked about that last week. But like when I was growing up, it was Mike's. Mike's, Mike's was the girly. Yeah, Mike's. Mike's hard lemonade. That that was where yeah. you went for. Oh yeah, yeah, if yeah. You're, if you're trying to get booze in your system right yeah. away, that didn't taste like booze. Well, I think I, you know, I hung out with like a bunch of people who had like older siblings yeah, yeah and yeah. we drank, we drink the heavy stuff like oh. right away. Uh, so like I started off with like Jägermeister and. Oh God. Wow. 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 That, yeah. That's a little high. Jaeger and Re- Red Bull and Jaeger was okay. the Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. We would drink that in high school. Jaeger bombs. Um, <laughs> do you guys, did, have you guys ever heard my mic, my mic? Uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade story. I've told mm-hmm. it on the show. It's been yeah. a long, long time. You have, haven't you, James? Of course. So Holly hasn't. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. So I think this was like 2002, maybe right around there. Um, a bunch of my like college friends, we decided we were going to go to Panama City Beach, Florida, for spring break. You know, and mm-hmm. oh, like then, you do, like you do. So we drove to my parents' house in Mississippi. We partied, stayed the night, partied, and then we drove down to uh, um, New Orleans, and we partied for a day, and then we left from New Orleans and drove to Panama City Beach. We get into town. We get a room right on the beach. Like There's like five of us in a, a room with two beds, you know, as, as you do because you're on spring break and you don't care. You're just like, whatever. I don't care. Spring break. You're you're not going to pay for more than one room? No, 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 no. That, that's your beer money. So right away, we walk across the street, and there, me and me and one of the guys, and there's a liquor store because there's you know liquor stores everywhere. And we go in, and we're like looking at, you know, what do we want to buy? What kind of beer do we want to get? And this nicely dressed guy, he, he had on like a real nice polo shirt, nice khaki shorts, nice shoes, he had the polo shirt tucked in. He had a, you know, nice uh, Oakley sunglasses. And he walks up and he's like, "Hey, uh, how you guys doing?" And I'm like, "Good." <laughs> you know, like, how, "How are you?" And he's like, "I'm doing great." And he's like, "You guys like Mike's Hard Lemonade?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." <laughs> you know. And then he's <laughs> like, "Do you like uh, how about Mike's Hard Tea?" And I was like, "I've, I've never heard of that." And he's like. He's like, if I buy you one, will you drink it? And I'm just like, oh, okay, what is this guy's deal, you know? <laughs> and so he turns to the the guy who owns the liquor store, and he says, hey, John, uh, 
put a tab, put on my tab uh, t- uh, two Mike's Hard Tees for these guys. And I'm thinking like, uh-oh, here we go. This guy's going to ask us out or something, you know? And uh, he's like, yeah, the Mike's Hard Tee is new. We're launching it this week. And he's like, oh, by the way, I'm Mike. And I was like, holy shit, you're Mike. Oh, I was what? like, you're the owner of the company? And he's like, yeah. He's like, we're launching the Mike's Hard Tee first here in Panama City. They were trying it out. And, uh, That's a perfect place to do it. Right, right. And so we were like, like our first day there, we're like, we met Mike from Mike's Hard Lemonade. And then everyone didn't believe us. Well, then later on that night, they had like the whole um, street team crew there giving yeah. away Mike's like stuff. And like I was getting some free swag and I was like, yeah, we met Mike earlier today. And this person's like, I work for the company. I remember Mike, so I don't believe you. And I was, I was like, well, this is what he looked like. And they were like, yeah, that that's what he looks like. Well, I guess he was here. <laughs> Whoops. And I was like, yeah, he was cool. <laughs> but you know, we thought it was like some dude trying to pick us up because, like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, because that is kind of weird. Just, yeah. Oh. Hey, if I buy you this drink yeah. you've never heard of, and will here, you drink it? Here's further proof that I know it was him. Like, I told him, I was like, man, I really like your commercials. Because remember, they used to have really fucking weird, crazy commercials before, like, that was the norm. And he's like, yeah. oh, cool. And he's like, we got a bunch of new ones. And he's like, we got one with an alien. We got one with a guy with a second head coming out. Da-da. And then sure enough, those all came out. I was like, oh, shit, that was him. I was like, kick ass. So I met Mike from That's Mike's cool. Art Lemonade. I don't know if they have the tea anymore. It might have <laughs> failed. I'm surprised they still have Mike's Hard Lemonade, to be honest with you. Oh, really? You. Well, how come? It, they make me sick. I don't uh, know. It could just be me. Well, I'll tell them. I'll be all, Mike, your, 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 your lemonades are making, <laughs> making people sick. You know what's weird? Whenever I drink something like Mike's Hard Lemonade or like, you know, anything like Mike's oh, yeah. Hard Lemonade, yeah, I get a weird pain in my neck. Oh. And I don't know if it's some kind of sweetener they use or I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe you're allergic to awesomeness. I'm just kidding. Maybe. Uh, that's another one. Schmirnoff <laughs> Ice. That's another one that was that was another <sighs> fad. What was that? What was in those? They were malt beverages, I- right? Yeah, I, I mean, They're I sold cool. them, but yeah, let me see. That was just sugar in a bottle. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It was worse than Zima. Yeah, it was a malt a beverage. Hangover city. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smeared off ice. We still got them. I mean, as far yeah, as I can I'm tell. Not, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I didn't go to Anodyne and have one of those with a dash of grenadine in it, too. Yeah. Um, they have uh, sugar free now, James. So there you go. Wow. So, you know, it just looks like you're having a Shirley Temple. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. So when you... I worked at that bowling alley, um, the one that was on uh, what, bar, that? Bar, bar, bar Rescue. rescue? Yeah. <laughs> I need you the real owner. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I finally watched that, and I, I, man. Yeah. The things they didn't show oh, on that show. I'm sure. Is the best. Uh, but anyway. That guy would drink, he would come in and he would drink Smirnoff ice all day. He owned a bar. Yeah. And drank Smirnoff ice Ugh. all day. Gross. And that told me everything I needed to know about him. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I just found a nostalgic drinks of the 90s. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Vodka? They have, uh, <laughs> MD 2020 that wasn't a fad that was your broke 
Yeah, Bacardi that's still around. Bacardi Breezer. I don't. These are not real. Okay, there's Smirnoff Ice. So aftershock, hooch, one that's just called hooch. I never heard of that one. Let's see. Oh, here's seven alcohol fads of the '90s that need to make a comeback. Zima, Bartles and James wine coolers. Those are still around. Yeah, Miller Clear. Ugh. I never even heard of that. I don't uh, even know what that is, but it makes me want to go play. <laughs> aftershock. Boku, uh. Boku. Oh, it's wine in a wine in a juice box. Oh yeah. Oh, cool, cool Colt forty five. That's hard to say. Cool Colt. Why would you make that? That sounds like that's a tough thing to even say out loud. I don't know. Make fun of drunk people. But you know, so now I mean, I like the seltzers. I'm a big fan myself. And I, I don't know if they're going to just be around for a little while. I think they might have some staying power because they're yeah. so drinkable. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're predicting that in 2021, the craft beer is going to make a slowdown. I don't I don't agree with that at all. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. You'd be replaced with what? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, like, because, like, we had... Um, so craft beer here exploded and then people tried to do like, I guess in Colorado, they did a lot where they, the distilleries kind of blew up there and in, in Northern mm-hmm. California, I just don't think it blew up here. Like it did everywhere else. I, don't I think, think for our size yeah. though, I thought we have, we have a know. good amount of distilleries as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we, I mean, we lost one, of but course. it's also a very expensive venture. It if is. you think about it, it's expensive Plus, and it takes a long time on certain things. Yeah, and I also think that um, the New Mexico liquor mm-hmm. licensing probably makes you jump through a lot of hoops to open a distillery here. Yeah. It's the same as uh, well. It's not the license that's a big deal. It's the same kind of license as the, yeah. the craft. The thing, like what you're actually probably referring to, is actually getting everything um, okayed, like the equi- yeah. the equipment. Because yeah. uh, I don't, I'm not going to mention any names, but like, there was a distillery that was that opened up here, and they were trying to use like half barrel beer kegs to distill alcohol, and they had like cut them open and welded them together, and they were going to do that to make like vodka and stuff. And um, I don't remember who does it, but like whoever licenses that stuff came in and was like, absolutely not. You need to get, you need to get, you know. Looks like you've made a bomb here. Is this what you're trying to do? Right. And they were like, you know, this isn't mash. You got to, you know, you got to get consumer grade equipment and it has Mm -hmm. to be safe. And it had, you know, because if you don't do that shit right, that shit explodes, man. That shit explodes. You can hurt people. Kill people. I don't know. It turns into a fucking Um, bomb. But I just, I think, uh, I don't know. I think distilleries are harder to start up yeah. than a brewery. Well, you have to, like, and it sucks because, like, a lot of times they can't really start distilling until they're, like, open. Yeah. Well, it takes a, well, you know, I mean, vodka doesn't take a long time to make. Gin doesn't take a long time to make. But whiskey takes a long time to make, you know? I mean, you can mm-hmm. cheat. You can fast track it. But. If you want to make it right, it takes, you know, a, you can do like a six-month clear white whiskey, 
But I mean, who here likes that? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody <Yeah>. is the <laughs> answer. No one. No one goes to the store and they're like, ooh, a good white whiskey. No, they don't. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, you want a good bourbon. And they're like, well, it has to be in the barrel for two years for it to be called bourbon. But then again, who wants a two-year bourbon? Nobody. You want like a 12-year or a five-year <laughs> or a, you know, a five a five at the minimum, really. But it's hard to start a business and wait five years for whiskey. You know? You're not running out there all, oh, our competition is Old Crow mm. at two years. Yeah. Pretty much, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Except uh, they've been around for so long, you can buy it for like $5 a bottle. Right. Well, even Old Crow has like Old Crow Reserve and, you know, specialty alcohol. No, it's, it's, a, it's the cheapest bourbon, like actual bourbon that you can get. Yeah. But Old Crow. I think you can get Old Crow like Reserve. Yeah, there's Reserve. They have their top shelf versions. I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to say top shelf, I guess. Higher shelf <laughs> bourbons. Did you guys see that uh, Founders, the or El Rey liquor store, they got their they got their own bottle of Old Forester? Oh, I did not. Yeah, it says Old Forester, and then it says El Rey liquor store on it. Or no, it says Founders on it on the bottle. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was gonna buy one, but you know, I miss Founders. Yeah, they stay pretty busy. It's good. How are you guys doing? How's uh, everybody doing on this boring week? Uh-huh. Yeah, this has been a really uneventful week. Um, you know, I just been bored out of my skull. Mm-hmm. Haven't had anything to read about <laughs> at all or make fun of. Right, <laughs> right. It's really just been really difficult to be me this week. <laughs> Very interesting. Real easy week to unfriend people on Facebook. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. Or in real life, also. Mm-hmm. Just- not just on Facebook, in real life. I've just been yeah. getting rid of people left and right. Right. Pretty insane, I would say. <laughs> like, it escalated. <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. Like, you know, I mean, of course, we're talking about the uh, riots at the Capitol building in Washington. The thing that really blows my mind is they defecated and then used it to write on the walls. Yeah. So they took a shit. And then wrote in it on the walls of the Capitol building of the United States of America. Yes. Um, I also sad. find it ironic um, that a lot of them were carrying flags that said, don't tread on me. And the one lady got trampled. And, and she she literally died by being tread on. Yep. A lot of irony there. The guy that irony. was uh, the guy that was stealing the, the, the painting of Tip O'Neill. And he had a taser in his pocket, and it went off and, and ta- tasered yeah. him in the balls. And he fell. And then he had a heart attack. Fell, no, he fell on the taser. and it, So then it kept going and kept tasering his balls. Then he had a heart attack. <laughs> and wow. he died. Whoops. Really smart. Mm. This is a really smart bunch yeah. of people. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, interesting. The guy who stole the podium. Yeah. Yeah, and then the guy, yeah, the guy, like you know, the guy got in Pelosi's office, and then he stole mail. I'm like, you're probably gonna get in more trouble for stealing the mail, fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Why would you take the yeah, mail? Here's here's the part of it that mm-hmm. really gets me. 
They had a great excuse, probably the best excuse in the world to mm-hmm. do what they did with their face covered. Right. But they're so fucking stubborn <laughs> right. that they wouldn't even do that for the sake of not getting caught. Yep. So. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Whoops. <laughs> it's like there's a whole lot of whoops in that. <laughs> it's just. Like you said, there's absolutely nothing to make fun of this week. Yeah. Real boring week. Even my four-year-old, because of course I had it on the television. Uh Even my four-year-old came in and she goes, what are they doing? I said, oh, they, you know, they broke into this building. I tried explaining it to her the best I could because she's four. And she goes, they should have worn, they should have worn their masks. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, we don't even know like what the COVID situation is going to be. Oh, it's not going to be great. No. Uh, so I unfriended some people mm-hmm. that I know locally because I knew I a friend of a bunch of my friends from a certain town that I lived in for mm-hmm. a short time celebrated this guy that he went out there. He flew to D.C. to be there for this thing mm-hmm. and like a mutual friend of mine and yours chris uh he like wrote a song about this guy and i just removed all of them yeah it's like if you're gonna celebrate somebody who goes and does that fuck you and right. get out of my life well i saw today too so every one of them that they could identify got stuck on a no-fly list and you're not allowed to fly now until pending investigation and there's video today of a guy flipping out in the uh, airport because they told him he couldn't because they told him he couldn't fly. Cheers to you! And it was just hilarious. I was like, "What did you think was going to happen to you?" Like, there's all these people in this. Like, do you not realize what consequences are? No, they don't. I mean, whether whether you're right or wrong, I mean, you you know, laws were broken. I don't know. You know, I don't want to get into the politics of it, but. No. Laws were I also I I also love that President Trump was banned from Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, and then Pornhub. Pornhub as well. I mean all the things, but the one that got me was Pinterest. Yeah. I'm like, was he pinning things? <laughs> right. Like oh. I always get I mean, get, so you gotta explain this to me. I'm old. I get Pinterest and I get Etsy mixed up. Etsy uh-huh. is where you sell like your your things you make. Yeah. Then what mm-hmm. is Pinterest? What the hell is that? You get ideas of things to buy and things to make and things oh. to cook and things to bake and. You can see where I got those mixed up, right? I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Can you buy things on Pinterest? No, but it'll give you links to things you can. Oh. Buy. I guess mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Still, still don't really understand, but. So it, you like there's <laughs> like craft ideas and. Yeah. Like, if you're having a wedding, there's, like, ideas of weddings and stuff. Ah, okay. And so he's banned from that. <laughs> Interesting. I thought the porn they, they don't was funny. They don't want him just showing up on there because he has nothing else to do. He's like, oh, God, the president's <laughs> on Pinterest. Yeah. I, know, oh. I was like, what? Did he try to get on Pinterest? Is he, this... here's, all the, here's all the platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Google, Spotify. Snapchat, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, Reddit, and Shopify. 
Like, oh. And I'm like, Twitch, what was he doing? Like, you know, was he doing like some speed runs or was he like you know, trying to get a new gaming chair and playing the new I just Zelda? can't wait until he's banned from Amazon for ranting and customer reviews. He got banned from uh, Amazon. That this. Oh, he is banned from Amazon. Uh, I forgot that one. Yeah, he is banned from there too. But like Spotify, what what is he putting on Spotify? I guess if he decided to podcast, I guess. So I I had this question as well, and I guess what's happening is all the apps mm-hmm. are standing in solidarity with Twitter and all that, and just like yeah, well if he's banned on there, he's banned on here too. Yeah. And Pornhub got in on that. <laughs> but like, what was he doing on Pornhub? Please I, tell me. Oh, I would love he to wasn't see that. Yeah. posting things yeah. on, on there. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to see it. I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, no, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty of, of Donald Trump stuff on Pornhub though. Why not all the dating apps? They said. Yeah, that too. Yeah. He needs to be banned off those dating apps as well. Oh, Hi, Debbie. That's funny though. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I, yeah, the Pornhub one made me laugh. The Twitch one makes me laugh. Like that would be pretty funny if all of a sudden he was on Twitch. Like he'd be, you know, he wouldn't know any. He'd be like, I'm on what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I mean, it's just it's just like you know, like it's like a bad movie. Like it's like, I, I can't... it's just the shark at this yeah. point, really. Yeah, it's just gone too far. <laughs> Brandon in the chat says, "If you want to see it, look in a Cheetos puffs bag." Oh. That's what I think will be probably the next... leaves dust behind too. <clears throat> I think oh. I think that will be another another like when we're talking about trends in alcohol. You're gonna have like I foresee the in the future we're gonna have some crossovers with like you know, you're gonna have a seltzer that has like Dorito flavor. It's gonna be cool ranch. Oh. No? No cool ranch? Uh. Sour cream and salsa. Oh my mm. god. <laughs> You wouldn't drink those seltzers? No. Oh, all right. Well, I'd try them out. I'd try them, yeah. Why not, you know? I've had some pretty nasty seltzers before. Yeah? Yeah. You can, mm. you know, what about or Cheetos? They're, they're just trying to. Yeah. What about flaming Hot Cheetos? Or Taki. Taki flavor uh, seltzer. No. Oh. Are you, like, trying to make me throw up? No, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get ahead of the curve here and figure out what the new trends are in alcohol, you know? <laughs> Uh, you know they could make like a like an olive juice one or like a pickle juice one. Mm-hmm. I think they have a pickle juice one now. I think so too. I definitely think that's a thing. There's a lot of pickle vodka. Pickle vodka now. Mm-hmm. Which I, I like. would drink that too. I like pickle, pickle vodka. beer. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but. I like a good pickleback. They're all, when is High C going to get into the seltzer game? Yes. Ecto coolers. Yeah, there we go. Who has, what, what companies have crossed over into alcohol that didn't normally make it before? Is that, has that been a thing ever? I'm sure it has. Um, and when will we get those, those PBR seltzers here is what I want to know. We have the coffee ones here. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. The pro- here's here's the conundrum. Here's the catch twenty two with the coffee ones. My mom says eggs and bacon seltzer. That would be good. 
uh, Jay Z, but I'm talking about like you know I'm I'm talking more like Pepsi or Coca Cola or High C. Have they ever crossed over? But where was I going to go? Where was I before I got distracted? What was I saying? Oh, here's the problem with the PBR coffee is like you know because you you usually don't drink in the morning, and that's when you need to drink those. But if you drink them later in the day, then you're up. You're like I'm awake. Like Chris, it makes I me... just feel like you're just not on the level I'm not that applying... most people are with coffee. Because I will drink <laughs> coffee all day long. Brandon says there's a company that has made alcohol. They've crossed over and it's Robitussin. <laughs> I will agree on that. <laughs> I agree on the Robitussin one. Scissorp, um, scissorp. I wish Hawaiian Punch would make Oh, man. Something. I used to love those. Like, it would come in the can. Like, you know, you'd go to a mm-hmm. vending machine. And they would have Hawaiian punch. Oh, I love that stuff. Just 100% sugar, though. It's just terrible for you, you know? Oh, I've had way too much of that. Oh, but it's so I good. You're right. At, I, I can't even look at Hawaiian punch. I've mixed it with so much vodka in my time. Yeah. I'm surprised Crystal Light, Ooh, yeah. Crystal Light hasn't dabbled in the seltzers yet, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crystal Light or like a... I don't know. Uh, all my friends Waterloo, like seltzer. Oh, I love and Waterloo. They should make Waterloo into like alcohol. Oh, Holly, we're losing you. You're like fading in and out. Oh, I think she froze. Yeah. She has a good point. Waterloo mm-hmm. make good seltzers. Oh, is that what she said? Okay, it broke up. Waterloo. I do like Waterloo. So I thought Waterloo was like a generic brand. And people are like, it's not mm-hmm. generic. That's actually like the <laughs> high expensive stuff because I love the Waterloo. Waterloo is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. My, my family would do that too. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message her. Yeah. Holly, we're, we're having trouble. Oh, we, she dropped out. We lost her. Oh no! Oops! Oh those, man! Those are the big jokes I was talking about. Mm. I used to buy those yeah. and just just fill it with like a just a fifth of vodka in there. Good Keep lord, the fridge. God Almighty! I feel like that that would just sit at the bottom too, and you would get that last glass of it, and it would just oh, you kind of shake it. Yeah. Just make sure to shake it before you pour it every time. I feel like those big jugs of Hawaiian punch you can actually cut with water a little bit. Yeah. You I could mean, totally cut that with water and it would last longer and you'd probably enjoy it more. You wouldn't get a crazy headache from all the sugar. Oh God, man. Well, that's why I like I'd never had it straight. I'd always pour it over ice. <laughs> oh. I like that stuff though, but it, now I don't know. I mean I haven't had a Hawaiian punch in forever, but it, it you know, and I do see it like at a at a fast food place. For like randomly they'll have them on the fountain i'll do it and it's just like oh my god like i'm all whoa well at that point i'm like well i already just decided to get a burger and fries i might as well round it off might as well fuck myself some more whoops man that is a rough deal man i don't know Whew. Um, i'm trying to no. think what else could be you know like I feel like I'm surprised that they haven't done anything with Takis. Like that's a like I remember that came out and people are like, Do you not like Takis? And I was like, I don't know what Takis are. 
And finally, Billy's like, yeah, it's like these chips you get at the at the store. And I got some, and I could eat like two or three, and it was just overwhelming and gross. Just terrible. There she is. Are you yeah. Back? Hello. What happened? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, the kittens knocked over the router. Oh, my goodness. Again. <laughs> Time to put them out in the cold. No. Have you tried no. beating them? <laughs> wow. Yes, they don't care. They're cats, so they're just like, whatever. <sighs> they enjoy the violence. <laughs> they do. Well, I'm, no, I'm, I guess usually... they were wrestling near the router and mm. just knocked it over. Yeah. I was like, we're losing you. Holly, are you there? <laughs> it's like, no. Ugh. But yeah, so... uh we 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 decided we're gonna make talkie flavored seltzer. <laughs> Do you like talkies normally, Holly? I like talkies. I find it overwhelming. I don't, I don't care for like. I guess I'm just one of those people. I just I don't care for things to be flavored, like yeah. things it's not supposed to. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But like Crystal got this like macaroni and cheese that was hot Cheetos flavored. Yeah. But. What about those uh, um, Dorito tacos at uh, Taco Bell? I don't like those either. I think they're fantastic. You know, I know Hamster loves them, but yeah. I, however, do not. I think they're great. I haven't, I haven't had the pleasure. Okay, so that I get one thing at Taco Bell and one thing only. Yeah, it's tacos. Yeah, when they, but they but the shell tastes it's like Doritos. But as the shell tastes like Doritos, James. I just I go in, I just get three beef tacos. They've always had it there. That's mm-hmm. all I ever get. But the but the shell tastes like Doritos, James. I I think it would throw me off. It would throw me off. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to whatever Taco Bell tastes like already. It doesn't <laughs> taste like tacos, but it's got its own distinct flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find something else in the mix would throw it off. Oh wow, Cheetos flavored popcorn. I guess that's a big thing now. Ooh. No. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. Does this have like Cheetos dust you can throw on I your guess, own popcorn? Yeah. I guess, yeah. And then uh, I'm looking at it okay. and they, they actually have Cheetos mixed with the popcorn. See, that's okay. That sounds good. Uh Captain Crunch Berries Slurpee. See, I don't. Mm. That's going to be a whole textural thing for me. Okay. Mm-mm. Interesting. Well, they do have that. That uh, what's that beer that was made with Fruit Loops? Is that right? Oh yeah, oh, from yeah. Uh, from Red Door, right? Or is there like that a, was delicious? Yeah, I love that beer. And they had like a, I think they had a cinnamon toast crunch one. That's too. the one. Yeah, that one was fantastic. And it and it. I feel like they did it subtle, so it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't, like, yeah. gross. Well, I mean, if you go to Japan, there's uh, all different kinds of, like, Kit Kats. Have you ever seen those? They have different oh, yeah. kinds of Kit Kats here now, too. Right. But Japan... They have, like, the vending machine yeah. with, like, 30 flavors in it of Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, Japan's another level of, like, Kit Kat, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, like, green tea. Let's see. I'm all for it, though. Yeah. 
All uh, of them look gorgeous. Green tea, wasabi, rum raisin, strawberry cheesecake, pan, mm. pancake. What is, I mean, I got to understand what pancake. It's probably like pancakes and syrup. Okay, because they'd have to do the syrup part of it. Uh, Brandon Smith says, do you guys remember our tequila at Founders? No, I never had that. I do. Probably because I don't drink tequila because it's the I don't devil's drink tequila. juice. No, I had a sip of Royals, but mm. really good. Yeah. They're infused alcohols at El Rey. Right. Fantastic. How about uh, Kit Kat apple pie flavor? That sounds delicious. Uh, Why not? <laughs> Kit Kat chocolate strawberry. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that is pretty interesting, right? How's that not even a how's that's a question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to just like, you know, freak out on some candy, go to here here in Albuquerque, go to uh um God, what's that place in the international district? The Oh god, that market, that store. Um the Talon market. Talon. Talon Market. Go in there and just walk the aisles and you will see the craziest candy you can ever, yeah. ever, ever see. They have a fun liquor section there, too. too. And uh, like you know, I don't even know, like I'll go there like for lunch at for work whenever we you know we're actually in the office and I'll just buy stuff and I'll be like and I, and I always blame it on this my coworker Natalie. I'll be like, Well, I bought these for Natalie and then she never <laughs> eats any of it and we eat them all. <laughs> Because they have like these like moon pies, but they're like mm-hmm. banana flavored. Mm. I, I think because I mean I can't read anything on the package, but they're also, what the banana, banana flavor, flavor. Like, banana flavor moon yeah. moon pies. That's the original flavor. These are more banana flavor than a regular moon pie, though. Like they, you could taste, you know, the fake banana. <laughs> um, also, Talon Market, worst place to be hungover. Worst. Why? You, oh, you walk in there, and you don't realize how fish smelly that place is <laughs> until you are hungover. You walk in and you're like, oh, you know. I mean, I'm sure there's other fish place smellies in Albuquerque, but that one's the one I know of because I walked in hungover one time and I was like, oh my god, oh. It's, you gotta make you get like once you go in, you just gotta make an immediate right and go straight to the ramen bar. Gets rid of your hangover. Oh, there you go. Do they have like hot hot spices? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you Throw is that what, you want in there? James, is that what you do for a hangover is like a hot spicy food? Yeah. I have my own ramen broth in the in the fridge just waiting around. For for a hangover? Yeah. I always just assumed, James, you were like you're like, I don't get hangovers, I just keep going. You just drink right through it. If need be. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, got, I got time for hangovers nowadays. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Holly? What do you do for a hangover? I like a good cheeseburger yeah. for a hangover. I'm Something a, greasy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm a breakfast food person. Fried mm, eggs, wow. some bacon, some toast. You know, greasier the better. But yeah, definitely I'm with you. James is more like of a hot burger. You know. Or a burrito, but you know what? I also like something spicy. So like yeah. green chili has to be. I know you don't like green chili. You could do red chili. <laughs> you damn right, I can. And a wheel, <laughs> can and wheel. <laughs> what about you guys in the in the 
watching live? What is your hangover cure or your hangover? What helps you? That's why I feel bad. I had I drank a lot last night. <laughs> you have, you have it on your mind. You're all uh, terrible things to drink and how to cure them. I'm, I'm asking because I, I need something right now. I just drank a. I don't know if you guys watched me drink a whole um, uh, chilada, a michelada, because I love a good michelada too for a hangover. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fantastic. Mm-hmm. I like a Bloody Mary for a hangover. Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. That's how you know I'm really hurting. Is yeah. I'll go out for a Bloody Mary. My problem with the Bloody Mary is too many places do a mix, mm, and mm-hmm. I have a my stomach, especially when I'm hungover, gets upset, and everybody makes their mix super spicy. Yep. Whereas I feel like okay, here's you guys are bartenders. I'm not. Here's what <laughs> I feel like you could do: you could pre-make the mix, put nothing spicy in it. That way, if someone doesn't want a spicy one, you just give them the mix. But if someone wants a spicy one, you just add it. I, I feel like I that's... didn't. I never used. I only used a pre-made mix at one place I worked at because we had to. Yeah. Um, because it was like a distillery, so the the distiller like made the mixes. Yeah. But every other time, I made my Bloody Marys to order. So if yeah. somebody didn't want it spicy, it didn't have to be spicy. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I don't understand I mean, why they automatically make them spicy. You know what I'm saying? When they all, do mm-hmm. all the places I worked at, all um, we weren't known as Bloody Mary bars, so yeah, I made I made my drinks to order. Like I knew, like I had friends that really liked their Bloody Marys, like meaty. So you know, I put mm-hmm. in like some steak sauce for them and extra Worcestershire. Oh yeah, dude, you gotta. I remember like whenever I uh, learned, you, you know, to put uh, horseradish in it, and people were like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, they're like a secret is a horseradish." Like, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And uh, yeah. t- lo- loads different. Lemon, you got to have the lemon juice. You have to have the Worcestershire. Yeah. You got to have the, mm-hmm. the blue. You know. But yeah, I just feel like a lot of places do a premix because they don't, you know, because it's, it's. They a, don't want to take the time yeah. to make each one. I guess if it, like, but I worked at a place when I worked at Press Club, we did Bloody Mary Bar on Sundays mm-hmm. for, during football season. And you know what? I made each and every one of those Bloody Marys. Yeah. No problem. And you know, well, I think I think it's a lazy bartender who just has yeah. a premix. Well, Sorry. I agree. And like whenever um Scallo back the the uh, first iteration of Scallo, they would do their Saturday <laughs> uh Bloody Mary bar. And I thought that one was fantastic. I mean, I can see where people were um nervous. Because mm-hmm. at, at that one, they had this just huge table. Like, I, I've yeah. never seen a Bloody Mary bar as good anyway. Right. So they just had this huge table of all the fixins. But what they gave you. I love that. Yeah, they gave you a glass, ice, and the vodka. Mm-hmm. Or it, whatever you wanted, because I prefer to gin, Mary. Oh, okay. W- whatever. They like, they or just, just throw gin. that in there. But, like, and then the rest was up to you. And I can see where that's daunting to someone who's not a, you know, they could fuck it up real easy. But I loved it because I would, you know, I always did Clamato. I never did uh, tomato juice, but I did Clamato. And, you know, I knew to put the Worcestershire, to put the the um, horseradish, the lemon juice and all that. And then put all the stuff on the top, you know, to eat. And... It's not. It's really not hard to make a great Bloody Mary, 
And then it really sucks because then I would like go to a place and get a Bloody Mary and they'd have a mix and it would be gross. Be like, and it's Ugh. nasty. Yeah. And then I'm like, I one time went to a bar and ordered a Bloody Mary and they literally gave me V8 juice. Oh. And vodka. Ooh. And I almost. Nothing else? Up. Nothing else. <laughs> and oh. so I was like, can you hand me some horseradish, some Worcestershire, yeah. like all the things? Can you just hand me all the stuff since you're lazy? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it for that's you. A great, that's a great base for a Bloody Mary, but you have to. Yeah. yeah. You have to add stuff. You can't just. Yeah. That's gross. That's like tomatoes, yeah. juice, and. Well, and then yeah. I, I, I understand like the reasoning why they put olives in there. I, I do like I do like celery though, but celery doesn't keep. I always get that, but I like a good celery oh, stock. The olives is usually uh, it's what I use to determine how salty the drink is going to be is right. by the olive juice content. The brine, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. The olive brine is good too, but like, you know, you can't. You, they'll usually give you olives in your Bloody Mary now instead of instead of a celery stick if you just go to a normal bar. And I'm like, I get that because it's hard to keep celery, but I really like a celery stick. I don't know. Stick. I, I was taught that you can't have a proper Bloody Mary without a celery stick in it. I agree on that. But it's, you know, if you go so, to a bar that's not having a Bloody Mary bar, yeah, it's rare to get it. It's true. And you're like, that's can you go to the store, please? Do you not know who I am? And they, they, they really get mad then. I don't know. It's bullshit. It's, <laughs> fucking, really it's fucking bullshit, <laughs> if you ask me. Just bring your own celery, Chris. Yeah, like, yeah. if you know you're going to order <laughs> <Yeah>. a bloody. <laughs> that would be some pen bad shit. Just, celery. I just pull out my Get messenger bag. Stick, just pull it out. <laughs> and then I, I break it in half, and I go, I'm going to have two, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing I that. I wouldn't be offended as a bartender. <laughs> I'd be like, cool. I'm you gonna do f- you, boo. I'm going to fucking do that one of these days. <laughs> I, I see nothing wrong with that. As a bartender, shit, I'd be yeah. like, Okay. That that that's gonna happen. You're a man who takes his garnish serious. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. Um, um, also, I mean, for uh, people who want to know how to keep celery <laughs> for a long time, you wrap it in aluminum foil. Huh. Mm-hmm. The same stuff I rub on my body. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> you you birthed me. Can you spell my name correctly? Please. <laughs> Do you not know who I am? <laughs> my mom just spelled my name incorrectly. That's a bad you day right there. You. Well, you wow. know what? It's it's okay. My mom routinely just interchanges me and my brother's name. Yeah. Cause she's not used to yelling. Like if she gets mad at me, she says she's used to yelling at my brother, so she just uses his name yeah, when that. she's angry. Yeah. God damn it, Matthew! I'm I'm James. Ah, oh, well, you pissed me off like he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the other day I accidentally called Danny the dog's name. Oh, I went through bad. all the animals' names. I was like Mitchell, Mama Cat, Baby Cat, Danny. That's the one. That's your name. Your name is Danny. Corey details on of the aluminum wrap <laughs> in the body, please. Yeah, yeah is it like <laughs> Are you using like the non-stick side, or are you crumpling it up? Like I, I thought you crumpled it up and used it to exfoliate well, your body. No, no, it it keeps all the radio waves from getting in your brain. Oh, like a hat. Wow. So non-stick side out. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to get right in the pores, you know. 
I don't get enough with the antiperspirant. <laughs> fun, fun. So yeah, we're at the end of the first hour. We had a little, little bit of a silly fest, which is okay. <laughs> I'm okay with a silly fest. Sometimes Ooh. we need a silly fest. What do you talk about on Tin Drink Minimum? What's that show about? Ah, rubbing aluminum uh, foil on our body <laughs> and bringing our own celery for our Bloody Marys. Yeah. Like, do you have celery for the Bloody Marys? No, that's okay. I brought mine, my own from home. <laughs> I've now reached that hey, level of person. I carry my own hot sauce with me everywhere. He, uh, yeah, he does. He really does. He really does. I'm all. And it I'm comes sorry. in handy. You're, it does more often than you'd think. So, yes. uh, the the Allsup's hot sauce that that I had, James, I had it in the refrigerator, and it was. Yeah. Uh, it was unopened, and then today I made breakfast, and uh, the my lady person opened it and used it, and the whole time I was just like, "That was I was saving that," but I never said that, and I was like, well, "I guess that's gonna get eaten now." So who knows how long you're gonna be able to get all some sauce in the bottle? Who knows? Who knows? I'll, I'll look for it. Okay. It is one that's of my favorite tacos. That's always uncomfortable when somebody does stuff like that, like. She Somebody had every right. opens your stuff and you're just like, um No, no, she had every right to do it, but I mean sure. But it's like it's not like it was my a fault. Deal breaker, it was my fault for not pointing it out. True. I was saving that for whenever, you know, the apocalypse happens and uh by apocalypse I mean all the allsups are gone. Yeah. <laughs> that that know. that would be the apocalypse. That is the apocalypse. No allsups chimichangas. Uh oh, let's take a break. Um, <laughs> before we get too silly, or I we hope get, we get even sillier. In well, let's do it. Hour. Let's get sillier. You guys ready to get silly? I'm. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'll go to the. We'll go to the mental institution together. I don't remember the exact line. Grandma's boy. I love that movie. <laughs> they just. Have you ever seen Grandma's Boy? Yes. The, 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 he's all, a million yeah. times probably. He's like, give me the, give me the Frankenstein, give me the deer antler, give me all that, and he's like. Oh, I'll smoke it with you. We'll go to the fucking loony bin together, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that line. It's so good. Uh, Holly, Andy, have anything to promote? Um, I have. Oh, you can buy my creations on Etsy. At you just search Holly's Tiny Things on Etsy. Um, and uh, you should definitely tune into the show here next week. Because I heard that I might talk about something pretty cool. Big announcement? So, big announcement? Big announcement next week. Ooh. Holly Ann will sacrifice one of her kittens on the air. That's, oh. that's horrible, Holly Ann. <laughs> Which Just one? kidding. Just kidding. PETA. Well, wait, and, and to who? Just kidding. All oh. jokes. Love kittens. Well, I don't know. They, they have to fight for their lives. So, Good call. We'll have you uh, <laughs> have you seen the show on Amazon Prime called Pack? No. Oh, I'll explain it whenever I, we come back from the break. I'll tease that if you don't know what it is. It's it's uh, it's my new thing now that hot dog. I've watched all the hot dogs. Oh, is it a puppy show? Could be. We'll see when we come back from the break. Uh, James, what do you have to promote? Uh, as per usual, you can uh, watch me on NBC uh, or streaming on Hulu, uh, The Brave, and Midnight Texas. 
Aren't you uh, on Netflix in a movie that? that's coming out soon? I am, but I don't know when it's coming out. I saw a preview thought... of it. Seriously? Yeah. Like a sneak peek. Is, is Army of the Dead coming out? That's the is one. Is that finally getting released? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess whenever that's released, you can look for me as, as one of the, uh, at least I was one of the lead zombies on mm-hmm. that. Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Nice. Get you. And he actually worked with me personally when I was on set. Zack Snyder, nice. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. And then I just found out on uh, uh, HBO Plus, uh, Snatchers is streaming now, so you can you can see me in the party scene no, no. at the end of that. HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, got some fun things finally. Yeah. That I worked on that are coming out. That's cool. Um, I do. A, I'm a co-host on another podcast called What's Up ABQ, and the very first episode of season three, ooh, excuse me, is out. My very first episode on the show. Um, we interview. Let me get the lady's name, Erin O'Donnell, uh, with the Dovetail Community Workshop. We interview her. It was the second time they had interviewed her, so it was my first time, but it was the show's second time. Dovetail Workshop is a woodworking collective where you can sign up and you can go and use the workshop to make, you know, to make uh, wood projects. And they teach classes and all that stuff. So that was really cool. So, uh, what's up, ABQ of the podcast? And uh, we're members of the Borellas Podcasters Guild, all of us. So. If you're interested in making podcasts, uh, go to brellispodcasters.com. I think that is the web. web, web uh, sorry, brellispodcastersguild.com is our website. You can sign up. Uh, we have membership fees. We teach classes. So far, I've actually taught two classes. Ooh. I've been a teacher. Yeah. I am a teacher. You're a professor, obviously. Uh-huh. Of podcasting, yeah. And one of them, I almost did it completely solo. I mean, we had another guy, but he was more of the host, more the moderator, and I was kind of the teacher. And uh, we taught on an online class. So you want to learn how to podcast? You want to do it the way I do it? Or, you know, there's like seven other people you want to learn from them and, uh, you know, kind of get some a leg up on becoming a podcaster, not go through all the growing pains that we had to go through, com. So cool and you can see us every sunday from 6 to 8 p.m here on tendrinkminimum.com we also have facebook.com forward slash tendrink at tendrink is our instagram and uh we definitely we we, we still have a twitter account um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah not so much pornhub or etsy but we still have that twitter account we do have a twitch one as well i have etsy come yeah. on if uh, we actually, uh, I want to actually talk about that. We're actually live on Twitch now. So if you're a big Twitch person, uh, you can follow us on there. Look up Tendrick Minimum. I don't know exactly our site, but we're live on Twitch right now. Um, and we got, we actually got some followers after the last show. So that was kind of cool. But anyway, we'll come back about 710. Um, we definitely uh, drink when we, uh, have a boring week like we did this week. You should as well. <laughs> but always remember, never get too drunk. To jerk. 10drinkminimum.com. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Eric Carter Lundeen, and you might know me from True Consequences Podcast. And I'm Alex, and you may not know me at all. And, and we, we are, are Dos, Dos Pukenos. Join us weekly as we tell you all about the paranormal in New Mexico. We will cover aliens, ghosts, and other weird happenings and phenomena. You can find Dos Pukenos wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Stay spooky, and don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review Dos Pukenos. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dos Pukenos. Peace! We're live. We're back. It's the wavy hour. Welcome to the last party of the weekend. You are watching 10 Drink Minimum. I am your host, Chris. And back with us is Smiley. Hey there. And Holly Ann. Hello. If that is your real names. So I teased over the break that, or before the break, that I was. There's a new show that I like. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called The Pack. So I talked to you guys earlier about uh, a show called Hot Dog. Right? Yes. Where, you know, it's a competition show where they uh, have three um, pet groomers go head to head and whoever can groom the, you know, big fan of the show. I learned some things called, you know, like I've learned some 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 industry phrases now like rear triangulation. <laughs> When you're talking about the dog's rear, you know, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a pro. I mean, I've never groomed a dog, but I know what's, I know what's up, you know, but, um, you know where its rear is, right? Yeah. I know where the rear, I, well, I know what you look for when you, you're looking for aesthetics on an, on a dog, you know, like rear end and triangulation, you know, it's, it's things you're looking for. Anyway, they ended up putting out a, an extra episode for the holidays of hot dog, a Christmas special, if you would. And um, anyway, one of the things that they did on the Christmas episode is one of the problems I have with the show is I feel like everyone, they let the people on the final, like they do two challenge, they do one challenge and they, 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 the show chooses the, the, the breed and everything for them to have to groom. And that's like the preliminary competition and then in the final competition, the actual groomers get to bring in their own dogs. Well, everybody brings poodles because poodles are, you know, you can really sculpt them and do things with them, right? Well, on the Christmas one, someone brought in a short hair dog. <gasps> and I was like, what? That's, this is stupid. And kicked ass with it. You what did see they it. do with the short hair dog? They painted it. Oh, and it was badass. Like at first when they started painting it, I was like, "Well, that looks like shit." And then when they're done, I was like, "Well, that's pretty badass, actually." I would let somebody paint Mitchell. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you got to watch. It's on HBO Max. It's a hot dog. If you're not watching James's uh, Snatcher show, you got to watch that. So anyway, <laughs> on Amazon Prime, there's this reality show called The Pack, and it's kind of like. The Amazing Race, but with a dog and their owner. It's okay. like several people and their dogs. So they travel all over the world, and they do competitions with their dogs at each location. And the, the actual like competitions are dog-centric. Like they, they actually like pre-train, like they have trainers that came in and pre-trained the dogs before the competition 
to like because like one of the one of the one of the events they're like in Mexico City, and uh, in Mexico City they have this really uh, famous um, facility where they train dogs to find people and during earthquakes, so they trained the, the the owners' dogs before they did the show, and oh they're saying that PETA hates this show really well. I'm not a huge PETA person anyway, but um, I can't, I don't know why. I feel like that show, they, they really go to show you like how they like are safe with the dogs. But anyway, well, one of the, PETA co- doesn't think dogs should go on adventures. So, oh, okay. You know, but um, anyway, like one of the competitions is, is they pre-train the dogs. And, and so then like the owner and the dogs, they have, they have, they have like this big simulator where they have people hidden like in rubble and the dogs have to go find, like your dog has to find somebody and then once they find somebody you could you know you could run back and cross the finish line i don't know why there's something wrong with that but none of it's great it's like a reality show with people and their dogs but there's some of the stupidest shit i've ever heard in my life said on that show they're like i've always wanted to take my dog to europe and i'm like <laughs> what what uh uh, yeah. So hamster is in here. That's why I'm muted, just in case he said something stupid. But he, <laughs> you're cracking him up. <laughs> yeah, because I like the pack. No, because of the. I've always wanted to take my dog to Europe. <laughs> oh, here you go. I'm a five plus year vegan, and Peta can fuck right off. Yeah, Peta. I, 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 I like Peta. I feel Hi, like Jason. they've jumped the shark quite a bit. PETA is one of those, yeah, they don't want you to do anything. They want all animals to be free, which, you know, I mean, there's, here's what I've been seeing recently. And I don't, I, I mean, I don't agree with PETA. I, I mean, I agree with some of the things, but I don't agree with everything. But here's something I've been seeing lately, and I don't like it. People having bobcats as pets. When did yeah, this, I don't like that when either. the fuck did that happen? When was somebody like, hey, I'd like this vicious wild animal, and I'm going to domesticate it, and, you know. I mean, I guess they did that There's at some point. There's also turkey and chickens. How good of an idea that is. Wait, say that again? I said just ask our turkey and chickens. Oh, I thought you were saying like <laughs> people have turkeys and chickens. How good of an idea that is. I, I thought you were saying like people had turkey and chickens uh, as pets and that how good of it. I was like, yeah, that that's kind of been a thing for a while, no, though. a bobcat <laughs> ate our turkey and chickens. Wow. I've just been like on Imager and like I keep seeing these people that have like bobcats just as like they're random. cute. I mean, I will I will give them that they yeah. are cute. Cats but... are dicks. Yeah, they are. Cats it's are dicks. Yeah. I as beat evidence... mine every day. <laughs> James does not beat his animal every day. PETA does not need to be aware of this show. <laughs> Otherwise, he won't understand how much I love him. But uh <laughs> I'm, you know, I don't know. I watch this show and they like, they do, they, they definitely like, they show you like the pre-training that they do with the animals to make them not scared and not upset. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. <sighs> well, and I think here's the deal. Like, I think sometimes we underestimate our dogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like dogs are amazing creatures mm-hmm. who are great companion animals because yeah. they can do all kinds of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, most people have ruined their dogs, me included, because yeah. my dog literally just wants for nothing. He doesn't have to hunt for anything. He just lays on the couch all day. <laughs> like a son of a bitch. No job. <laughs> he he refused to go outside today. 
It's like that old commercial. Cold. It's like that old commercial. Did you look for a job today, Jimmy? Not today, (laughs) Ma. And he's like smoking weed, the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Those good old days. Uh, Oh, but my point is, I think my dog would probably actually be happier if I took him on more adventurous things, you know? Like, oh, when yeah. he goes for a hike with me, he's so excited the rest of the day, you know? Oh, yeah. So I don't think it's, like, abusive to take dogs to go have adventures. No, not at all. And, I, I mean, I'm sure PETA hates hot dog. I'm sure they hate that show. I mean, they paint... I'm sure they, they, they hate they, anything. They paint, they paint the animal. Yeah, I mean, you know. But there's definitely things oh, on that show they do that I'm just like... Okay, that hat on the dog is ridiculous. I just remember, like, when I had Carolina, my, my miniature wiener dog, I remember I, th- I was, like, one of those people that was, like, people put sweaters on a dog? That is ridiculous. That is the my dog stupidest thing. Well, then I was sitting in my, my duplex, and, like, you know, I was poor, and the duplex didn't have a heater, so I had, like, my I had an oil heater that was on the floor. And I look over, and she is just shivering. Like just shaking, mm-hmm. and I remember. So then I, you know, so then I went to the store like later that week, and I was out uh, at the store, and I saw like these sweaters like for small dogs, and it was like five dollars, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll I'll try it, I'll try the sweater on the dog. She's gonna take it off, and then I'm just gonna end up throwing it away. So I go home, and I, I get there, and she comes running up, and so I I take it out of the bag, and I slide it onto her body and she immediately runs over jumps up on the couch and then just lays out like oh thank god uh-huh. no longer cold and i was like that is not what i expected to happen and she never took it off she loved it like she was like thank yeah. god mitchell has like all manner of clothing mm-hmm. because that dog it, the so he's a basenji chihuahua mix which is the worst two breeds for body temperature regulation ever Mm -hmm. because basenjis are like african hunting dogs and they have these huge ears which are mitchell's signature thing but the ears are like built-in air conditioning and then he's a chihuahua so he's always cold anyway yeah so even in the summer he wears little tank tops he has (laughs) t-shirts he, he has a pea coat. You, you need to you need to do the make the dog look like uh, riff raff. <laughs> <laughs> He's all I'm your two K summer here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I ever saw riff raff. I thought what an what a what a ridiculous human being. But then like he was on he was on uh, one of the challenges, and uh, I think riff raff is amazing. So when he said tank tops, I was like, oh, Riffra, that would be hilarious if someone made their dog. Is Let me see if I can. Dog I will, I will work on that. I like making little costumes for Mitchell. It's like my favorite thing. I just typed in dog riffraff, and it pulled up pictures of riffraff with his dog. I didn't want that. I wanted a dog that looked like riffraff. How do I find that? Damn it. And riffraff dog costume. Oh, gosh. And I know that there's uh, people out there right now that are like, who is Riff Raff? Please, please Google that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, that one's good, I guess. All right, I don't know. All your dog stories. I just have a jackass who's a cat. I know. Hold on, let's see here. I don't. I don't. I you just definitely wanna... can't put a sweater on a cat. That's for sure. I just want to pull. They this do up. not like it. <laughs> All Try. I know, you, you told me to pull this up, and I did. Uh, and this is what uh, appeared. This is. What... <laughs> I have to show you. <laughs> Look, I have no idea what's going on there. What uh, is this? That's Riff Raff with a kid and a dog. I don't know why. I know. Is that like his family <laughs> I portrait? Don't I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> Someone said shaved with the tux outfit. Oh. I just feel like Riff Raff needs to be more famous. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, I remember the first time I saw him, I was like, oh, great. Who is this trash human being? And then. As life went on, oh my God! Now there's ri- oh gosh! I have to show you this. This popped up. This is amazing. <laughs> there's a picture of Riff Raff with Katy Perry, and they're dressed the same. Are you ready for this? I don't know. And they're they're dressed like Riff Raff, not like Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> This is amazing. Riff Raff and Katy Perry in matching denim outfits. <laughs> wow. Mm. Oh my gosh. God, I love it. I love America sometimes. <laughs> What's the most American thing you've ever seen? Oh, fuck. Um, and, and I mean, I, okay, you need to. Um, and you can go satire, so like you can go making fun of America, mm-hmm. or like you can be like a bald eagle flying over the mountaintops. I mean, yeah, it's not too interpretation. Obviously, I'm looking for funny answers, but yeah. you know, I'm not going to tell you what to answer. Before I answer that, I don't know if I have a good answer, <laughs> but before I answer that, I have something that I, you know, like here's here's what I don't understand. It's like we we have this. Um, and this is all of this is my opinion, Chris Burnett's. We have this over. First of all, when you go to Europe or you go to other countries, you don't see their flag on the front porch of their house. And I'm not saying it's wrong for people in the United States to fly the flag. It is not. But if you're gonna, there's actual rules. Look them up. So during the holiday. In one night, I saw this happen three times. If you are going to fly, the, the the first of all, you're, if you fly the American flag in front of your house, you do it from sunup to sundown, sun and mm-hmm. you take it down. If you decide you're going to fly it at night and not take it down... You have to have spotlights on it. I saw three different times where the American flag was flying up on a pole in the dead of night with no light shining on it. In one night, I saw it three times. So if you're as American as you think you are, please learn the rules to fly the American flag. Otherwise, you're being disrespectful. Personally, I don't really understand why you would fly it in front of your house. I mean, we all know we live in this country. It's one of those things. But, you know, that's your business and you're allowed to. That's your right. But 
flying it in the dead of night with no light on it is an absolute disrespect to the flag. Anyway, now, you know, off of my soapbox, I'm trying to think what is the most American thing I've ever seen. Um, oh, gosh. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, every 4th of July, I feel like there's, you know, I've, I'll, I do over-the-top 4th of July costumes. Oh, I like that. You know, every year. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've, let me see if I can find one. Here, James, you go while I look. Okay, I was, I was hoping I had a good one either. Uh, I don't know if I did. That's a hard one. Uh, how about this? Mm-hmm. I am wearing fake glasses just to silently mock you. I don't need these. To mo- you're mocking me? <laughs> just, I, I liked, I was like, man, everyone's got glasses on. I should get some completely oh, clear glasses. That's funny. Just so I can look like you guys, too. That's hilarious. There we go. Oh, just so you can fit in? Oh, so yeah. you're one of the cool kids. <laughs> just off the top um, of my head. That seems pretty American. Yeah. Pretty American. Um, I think the most American thing I've ever seen. So like for me, when I say that, I think of like hillbills all the time. Yeah. You know? Um, so when I lived in a certain town, (laughs) I had a certain neighbor and he would go, you know, maybe once a month to the fireworks stand and buy oh, a bunch gosh, of fireworks yeah. and he'd have his kids sitting in the in the passenger seat of his truck and he'd be blaring kid rock as he came rambling up the dirt road and then they would go whoa America and they'd light fireworks and that would happen once a month and yeah. I think that's the most American thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh wow. And yeah. I always had a bucket of chicken. Oh of course. Can't make it up. As you do, as one does. <laughs> Like you do, you got to get a bucket of salmonella. I uh, (laughs) found one of the photos. Hold on, let me pull this up here again. Of me dressed up for 4th of July. Let me find it again because I tried to find a different one. That is definitely not 4th of July. La, 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 la. Hold on. Yeah, that. I mean, every year it's, you know, there's always that. Like you see the, there we go. I'm going to pull this up. This was me. In 2019, for the 4th of July. <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. American. You can't actually see my shoes, but my shoes are actually uh, American flag uh, vans, high top. Nice. You have a, an eagle. Mm-hmm. And then I have my Budweiser cowboy hat. Yeah. So, yeah. You got some pinwheels. That is correct. So, yeah, I was ready to go. And then I've done, I, I'll have to find the other one, but I have other ones. Let me see. I like Google oh, I'll Photo. I'll be right back, guys. I have an emergency. Uh-oh. What could be the emergency? I'm guessing kittens. Oh. Kittens got into the uh, fireplace while it was on fire, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Kittens do a lot of crazy stuff. They do. That's so, why they make so many of them. That's why they make so many of them. They just hand them out. Hey, I mean... If it's your first time with kittens, you're gonna lose a few. It just happens. You're gonna lose. It's like turtles when they go to the sea. You know, they just have a bunch so that you know there's a good chance that they all live. Uh, here we exactly. go. Exactly. I found another picture of me on uh, 
on uh <laughs> <laughs> there you go there's me dressed um they're saying fireworks at the duke's isotopes game yeah that's a big one there's me in my my best macho man randy savage i've got uh the macho man's hat and i've got the sunglasses i've got the the boa Big That's fan, a good one. big fan of the Fourth of July. So I mean, I don't know. I do a lot of, I you know, those are the most American things. It's me s- swimming while drunk. That seems pretty American. <laughs> Not if you're uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? The um, God dang it, Jeff Buckley. <laughs> oh, oh wait, they said he wasn't drunk. Whoops. Too soon. Too soon. Maybe I don't know. That was probably bad. Who knows? Who could know? See, I would, I wouldn't even know. I mean, my mom walked into my kitchen the other day, and commented on how not American it looked. Not American, your kitchen looked. What does that yeah. mean? Well, explain that. What does that mean? Uh, well, I was showing her. I just got a new uh, electric tea kettle, and I was really happy about that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have an electric tea kettle, so I don't have to like boil my my water on the stove anymore. And she's like, "Oh, that's very British of you." And it goes very nice with your, with your bread box because I have a, a bread box and I have like a wooden cutting block and. Okay. And she's all, "These are not things you see in American kitchens." No, no. Where's no. the plastic? Right. No, I like the wooden. I'm a big wooden person. I like, I like that kind of stuff. I, I, I you know, I'm not gonna lie. I have a, I have an instant pot. I have an air. Fr- I have an air fryer. Do you have one of them? I do not. Mm. Jealous. Super good, man. Um, I use good old just grease. Did you say air fryer? I love my air fryer. Air fryer are the gym. Uh, I brought one of the kittens to show you, but he's all black. You put one of the kittens in the air fryer. Is that what you said? (laughs) 10 minutes? No, they have the 270. Oh, Oh, kitty. (laughs) Kitty. I call him my little night fury. He's all black. <laughs> so moving into the new house, I've decided for sure I'm getting a dog. A dog is on the docket. Yay. I'm, I'm really, really thinking also a cat, though. Yay. Get a cat. So, I don't know. Cats are great. No, I, I'm not disagreeing on that. I like both, but I'm more of a dog person. But, you know, I like the cat where the cat... The thing about cats is, is like, I like the non-training aspect of the cat. <laughs> yeah. The cat's like, I know where to shit in that box over there that you put out. Yeah. E- even if that's not the place I'm supposed to shit, that's where I'm shitting. You know. <laughs> Whether you want me to shit in that that's box or not. That's where I'm shitting. There, um, there, is, there is that to it. Yeah. So, well, I guess it looks like, yeah, it looks like they just want to shit here. I guess we put mm-hmm. their shitter here. Yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem so, solved. I I am really good at picking kittens. So Nugget, the kitten that I have in my lap right now, I picked him out of the litter from Mama Cat. Okay. And he's just the coolest cat. He's just chill, but he also likes to play. He's a good cat. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. But Hamster's kitten is crazy. Just a wackadoo. Like insane. Yeah. Jumps off the fridge into the sink while it's full. <laughs> gets in the microwave we can't figure out how see i always go for the cats that try to bite me yeah that's how i know that's a good cat 
Okay. Yeah. It works with rabbits too. Yeah. <laughs> Anything like that. If it tries cool. to bite me, I'm like, oh, cool. I've seen people That's have fine. rabbits as a pet, and is you know how hard is that? I mean, how hard They're is it difficult. to train the rabbit? Because I've I've seen people have it, and they have the little thing that they shit in, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like a it's almost like the same that cats do, but then it has the little grill over it. The the problem is that the murder rabbit oh. have less. <laughs> rabbits have less control over their poop. Oh. So they just spray it like, everywhere. Even if it's trained to use the litter box, you're still gonna find rabbit poop everywhere. Uh, I don't like that. No. Don't like that at all. And, and they chew yeah. everything to hell. Yeah. Well, I that's, the problem. So that's here, the problem. So here's my question. What's I, the point of having the rabbit? I mean, can you train the rabbit? Does the rabbit cuddle with you? Does it get up on you? And they oh, will Huh? They what? They're, they're adorable. Oh, you can well. totally train them. The main problem is, like Holly said, they will fucking chew everything. I mean, I've They'll seen... They'll come home and, like, your TV won't work. Yeah. It's just eating through the cords. No, 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 no. Or they chew holes in your wall. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen the original Watership Down. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> Did you ever watch that cartoon as a kid? Not the, not the new fluffy Netflix one that came out. I'm talking the 80s. Watership down, and you're, mm-hmm. you know, when I was a kid, it's a tearjerker, man. Uh, well, and it's scary as shit, scary as shit. So, I'm a little kid when I'm a little kid, and my parents are basically like, okay, first and foremost, when I was a child in the 80s, the animation that we were, were uh, a privy to is tariff was terrifying, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the last unicorn, terrifying. Scary. Secret of Nim, terrifying. Terrifying. Watership yeah. Down, even, terrifying. Even Snow White. Yeah. Oh Dude, yeah. Watership Down. Super dark. There was the evil rabbits, and then they would like claw a big. Uh, I never watched that one. I guess I've oh, seen God. the other one. Hmm. They would claw the other rabbits, and there was like blood everywhere, and you know they they wow. would like they would leave a scar on them as because they were like the slaves, and it was just like. I'm like watching it, like what the fuck, and then like Secret and M. Have you seen Secret and M since? Yeah, Secret and oh M is Dark Crystal, also fucking Dark- scary oh, as yeah. shit. Like you watch this and you're like, dude, kids, are- we we were kids, you know. <laughs> Secret and M, you had that owl. I was like, dude, that motherfucker's yeah. scary as shit. Nicodemus or whatever yeah. the fuck his name was. I was such a nerd. My favorite cartoon to watch when I was. Like maybe Danny's age, uh-huh. like four or five. I watched the Hobbit cartoon yeah. over and over and over and over. And I thought, oh, I'll show this to Danny. You know what? She won't even watch that kind of animation. Yeah. Just, just crazy. It's too, too shoddy for her. <laughs> yeah. She, I, o- so I own she that. Watched- I own that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. But, um, she, She'll watch Gummy Bears with me, which was my, like, oh, I love that, I, that was a cartoon yeah. they had, you know. And I loved that one. She'll watch that one. She's uh-huh. okay with that one. But that's about the only one of that, like, flat animation. Yeah. She won't watch it. Because she has, like, Pixar oh, and DreamWorks. Yeah, and... yeah. And they've ruined it all. Oh, they remade Black Beauty. They have it on really? Disney+. Plus. Okay. She actually watched that. It was really good. Huh. 
Do you remember the last unicorn? Does anybody watch that? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. That's yeah. I mean, that was the original, you know, the original time I ever saw the Red Bull. The Red <laughs> Bull. Um, that was, you know, I'm I watched it recently. I just turned it on and I was like, I remember watching that cartoon. I remember we were like when I was a kid, we rented it. And I mean, we took it to the Elks Lodge with my parents. And we took our VCR and we hooked it up to the TV and all the kids watched The Last Unicorn. And I mean, I remember watching it like multiple times. Then as an adult, I watched it. And I'm like, good God, that woman's like, first of all, she's like naked in the movie. <laughs> you know, when she turns from a, a unicorn to a human. She's like, I mean, oh, yeah. you see her from behind, but I mean, like, you know, but holy shit, it's scary. It's like. But the the one the, the one that was a secret in M, dude. I just remember watching that. I was like, "Holy shit, this is scary as shit." It was so scary. Yeah, just and, terrifying. Um, a new ones. one that I think everybody like, should watch is Soul. If you haven't watched Soul, mm-hmm. you should watch that one. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's so good. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. I think. Speaking of which, the new the first Marvel show is launching Friday. WandaVision. Pretty I'm so excited. Because, I mean, I, you know, I don't watch a lot of kids stuff. And I have yeah. Disney Plus for The Mandalorian. And, I mean, it's finally, it's like, okay, I, I, I like, you know, was like, eh, should I just cancel it? And then, like, you know, re-up it every time The Mandalorian comes out? or <laughs> And I'm like, man. But now but, they have, like, WandaVision coming out. They have a bunch of stuff slated to oh come out. Oh, my God. Now. They have ridiculous. They have 50-something projects coming yeah. out. And it's 52 and it's like insane. But that movie Soul, even if you're it's it's not really a kid movie. It's really really good. Okay. Kids I, I, can watch it, but I think adults get more out of it. Okay. So I have a question. Yeah. And I meant to bring this up in the first hour and I fucking totally forgot. <laughs> and there's only two people watching and I was really hoping that more people were watching to help with this. So on Netflix, it started out on YouTube, and it really pisses – I mean, it doesn't piss me off. But I started watching on YouTube. But Cobra Kai, has everyone watched Cobra Kai? No. Yes. Are you shitting, Holly? <laughs> it is amazing. It's it is one so... of the only things me and my roommate even, like, get along. Like, we yeah. can't even watch the same thing. So, okay. Okay. Like, did you watch – Completely it. different tastes. Okay. Let me ask you this. Did you watch all the Karate Kid movies? Yes. Did you like all the Karate Kid movies? Yes. There's absolutely no reason why you would not like this show. So okay. let me explain why. And I, and the, the, there's a reason why I need to do the explanation. Because and there's and the explanation is going to tell you why this show works. Now, I understand where people like see something like this and they're like, "Uh, did they really need to bring back something like that?" Well, here's why here's why like uh, the answer is no, but here's why it actually worked. Okay. So I don't know who they are, but whoever decided to bring this show back is clearly, clearly a fan of the original movies. And, oh, I, don't, yeah. and I don't mean like, like they liked them. They loved them. And they were like, you know what the Karate Kid needed? They needed the characters to be fleshed out. And so okay. they took these characters from this show from this movie, this real like 80s centric black and white. There's the good guy. There's the bad guy. Uh, and and the good guy's got to beat the bad guy. 
they took that and they were like, we're going to take that good, the the good versus evil, the black versus white, and we're going to make everything gray. So sometimes you're going to root for the good guy or you're going to root for the, the you're going to root for Johnny. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to be like, you know, I kind of don't like Daniel right now. He's kind of being a shithead. And then sometimes you're like, well, now Johnny's being a shithead and, I, you know, Daniel's in the right. And you flip flop all the while you're watching it. And then and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, that's how people are in real life. Sometimes you're like, I'm a fan of that person. Sometimes you're like, you know what? Today he was kind of a shithead. And it's real fleshed out. And then they just they they don't you know, they just keep going and you're like, Man, I wish they had brought this person back. And then they do. And then you're like, Well, they, they surely can't bring that person back. And then they do, and you're like, motherfucker. Like they just keep firing them all back in. And they come in and they use them. They don't just bring them in for like shock value. They bring them back and they they weave them into the story as needed. They flesh them out as well. And they it's flesh crazy. them out as well. And honestly, Cobra Kai is the benchmark of doing of bringing things back and rebooting everything. If you're going to do it, do it like they did it. And it was really weird because, like, it was on YouTube, and I watched season one and season two on YouTube. I remember when it was on yeah. YouTube. I would get I would get the YouTube TV for free for mm-hmm. a week, and then just watch that, and then cancel it, and then then the second season come out, and I'd get it for free again and watch it, and then cancel it. And apparently, everyone else did that. And uh, I because like they had like eight million people watch it on YouTube. And it was a wow. success, but like YouTube just didn't. They they tried to do the the Netflix thing, and it just didn't work. So then that show got on Netflix, and all of a sudden people are like, "Holy shit, this show's amazing!" And I was like, "I've been telling people how awesome this show is," and uh, you're gonna burn through it. It's fucking great, and I'm so glad because it was really funny. Like at Comic Con, the January before last, uh. Ralph Macchio, William Zepka, and the guy who plays Crease were all there together. And I saw them. Like, they were just there, you know, taking photos for, like, 50 bucks and all that bullshit. And now they all three now have a career again. And they're all back in the, you know, the limelight. And there's talk of now uh, a a spinoff show on the character of John Crease, the the villain coach from The Karate Kid. Because they did a bunch of flashback stuff on him in the new season, and people like really loved it, you know. So, yeah. it, so my question is, if they could do that with something else in the 1980s, give it the exact same treatment, what would you want to see? 80s or 90s? Because Holly, you're more 90s, and James and I are a little more 80s, 90s. I like 80s movies, though. Mm-hmm. So, so what? What like like black and white, silly 80s franchise? Could they bring back and flesh out like that? Hmm. You know? I think, like, The Breakfast Club might be kind of okay. cool. That would be, okay. I'm in Because they could flesh out all the characters. They wouldn't all just be, like, a, the jock, the nerd, yeah. the pretty girl. Um, I think Dirty Dancing. I know they, like, remade the movies, but, like, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't need that. Okay. Like, if they, they could have fleshed out that mm-hmm. you could uh, go into so many backstories yeah um, in that universe too 
Sure. I mean, I think you could do Bloodsport, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you really wanted to. Um, you could have them all, you know. I don't know. You could do, um, I'm trying to think of like schlocky 80s, the campy stuff. Um, See, I, I, all my 80s stuff was horror stuff. So I you know, was like, you know what I think would I, they be. They already tried to do a new Tremors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a but I'm. Critters show would have been great. Well, how Critters about. would be good. Okay. How about this? The Goonies. Oh. What mm-hmm. if they did a Goonies and they're all grown up? And, you know, they go through and they flesh them out a lot more. And, you know, they there's new, you know, they could do a show, a whole show. on the Like, first of all, I cannot believe they never made a sequel to that. I mean, they, they made a sequel video game, but they never made a sequel. You know what, though? <clears throat> Sometimes I think that the really good movies that they never made a sequel to, you always yeah. want a sequel because yeah. it's so classic. But if you think about the movies they did make sequels to. Right, right awful you yeah. don't need no no a sequel but, to I, that, but that's you know? but, but that's what i'm talking about like like this isn't a sequel this is a tv show yeah it's but like, like a flesh but it's not like a shitty like because that's the big problem is like they would like in the 80s you'd have this famous like bill and ted's or whatever and then yeah. they would do like a shitty version of it on television but i'm talking yeah. about like, cobra kai is not a shitty version of karate kid yeah, in yeah, any yeah. means it is um, very well done the money is there there's you know the writing is amazing and oh, I mean, like if Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller, oh, too. there's a good you one. Remember that show? Yes. I actually liked the show. I, I wasn't, it wasn't bad. Uh, yeah. Um, it was also really not the same quality as the movie. No, of course not. But like the, but like I'm talking Cobra Kai is. So, I mean, you're looking yeah. at Goonies. Now, how about this one? Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, because they are, they're, they are trying to make another movie, not a sequel, but a movie in the universe. With the rock that was that was in talks. I but like how about that. if you made a Big Trouble in Little China TV show with great writing? Um, I don't know. I think that could be cool. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Like, it's like I think they should have made a sequel to Big Trouble in Little China, but they needed to make it like literally within two years of that movie coming out. Yeah. But it didn't do well at the box office. It was one of those video store hits, you know? Yeah, who, who was the director on that one? Uh, well, you know, what's his name? God dang, he's a huge guy. Um, oh, God, the guy from Scream. Um, oh, was it Wes Craven? Yeah. I thought it was, oh, it was like Clive Barker or something. No, <laughs> hold on. I'm pulling it up. Uh, John Carpenter. Sorry, not, not Wes John Craven. John Carpenter. One of those guys in the One 80s. Of, uh, the, guy that, the, the, the guy that did the, the thing. Yeah. Oh, that and that's why um, also, actually, that's why um, Kurt Russell was in it. It's because Jar- they were trying to figure out who was going to be Jack Burton. And there was like several people that they offered it to and they all canceled. And finally, John Carpenter's like, let's just get Kurt Russell. And the reason why all these main – like this is a thing – the reason why like all these big actors didn't want to do it in Hollywood was because the character of Jack Burton wasn't very heroic. He was like a mm. bumbling idiot. Kind of a dick. And uh and he was an idiot and like he was like uh over the top, you know, like um machismo idiot. And so they didn't want to look stupid and bumbling. 
And the studio actually told John Carpenter that they didn't want the character to look stupid and bumbling, and he refused to do it any other way. And I was like, that's good. <laughs> it was like, you know, it worked. You know, because like in the big battle scene, if you rewatch Big Trouble in Little China in the big battle scene, he like points his gun up in the air and he shoots it, and then the rocks come down and hit him in the head and knock him out, and he's completely incapacitated. But then, spoiler alert, at the end, he does save the day. You know, he catches the the dagger and he throws it into Lopin. You remember? Oh yeah. But that's no, I it. You know, I, I remember that. That was that was all part of his character, yeah. though. But like, you know, honestly, it was. But think about he's this. Run into a room and shoot his guns in the air. Yeah, but think about the, that movie. He gets knocked out. The thing about that movie is like, how influential was that movie to the '90s? I mean, literally, oh. you had Mortal Kombat and like Raiden was from that. He's from that movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so now I'm thinking of like nineties movies yeah. from when like I was a kid. Okay. Um, you know what I think would actually be a good fleshed out series is Men in Black. Okay. I'm in that's good. I like that. I'm into that. Because you could like flesh out like you could have a different story uh-huh. every week of like or every episode yeah. of like a different alien that they had to like capture or I'm whatever really and then you get... they didn't do that well, well for sure that's i mean it it, it was based on a comic book series that yeah. essentially yeah. did that yeah so like i just think that'd be a cool show hmm. like if it was almost kind of like x files but funnier you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you get like the backstory of like the agents too which i think would yeah. be cool or a sure. more fleshed out story of right. the agent and that would have been great right Mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm gonna look for some '90s stuff. Um, what about here? Here's a weird one. Uh, what about Pulp Fiction? You know, I was just thinking that too. Yeah. I don't know though. Yeah. Or, The Big Lebowski. Oh, that I would watch. I would watch a fleshed out Big Lebowski. <laughs> right, written well. I mean, it had to be written yeah. so well. Um, the Sandlot. Ooh, yeah, where they're all, yeah, could be possible, yeah. Like, where they have to play a game again, like, yeah. Because, see, like, the thing with Cobra Kai, I want you, you really, I mean, if you're, if you, if you have other stuff to watch, watch, whatever. But, man, <laughs> you got to watch it. It's fantastic. Um, okay. And I am running out of murdery things to watch. It's super so. cheesy and awesome in the same breath. And we're, it and works. What somehow. I love, what I love about it, too. It's how you at one at one part of like the season, you'll root for somebody, and I'm not necessarily saying like I'm not talking about maybe the main people, but like other people, and then you kind of see their evolution, and then you're like, well, now they're kind of a piece of shit. Damn it! Now I don't like them, you know. And yeah. then and then they redeem them, and then you're just like, okay, now okay, all right. You're like okay, and they do it well, you know. And there's it, they just take the whole black and white and then turn it into gray. Right, and I think I'll have to watch it. It's so fantastic mm-hmm. how they do it, and um, there's so much. On a side note, uh-huh. for one second before I forget this, so I was just looking at the list of '90s movies, and Tommy Boy popped up. Oh, and I have a huge favor, or like it's not huge, or an ask of people watching. Um, mm-hmm. Ex Novo released a Chris Farley themed beer. Did they really? Well, it's not a beer; it's a barley wine. Ooh, and Chris, I don't Chris care barley for barley wine. That's a tough one. 
Yeah. But I've seen that a lot of people have it, and I just want the can. I just want the can. Yeah. So I, I bet you can't buy it. Huh? I bet they're sold out of it. They might be. Yeah. But if anybody has the can that they'd be willing to part with, because uh-huh. I just refuse to buy a can of something I'm not going to drink. Oh, That's... God. Yeah. Barley wine's so, tough, man. Would you use it for self-defense? <laughs> yeah. So I have to ask you about the the Tommy Boy thing. Tommy okay. Boy, I think, is a fantastic Chris Farley movie. Yes. So, Chris Farley was one of your favorites. Is that correct? Yes. So I have, if not the favorite. Okay, and then I yeah. probably shouldn't say what I'm going to say. I'm going to criticize him. <laughs> no, more. it's okay. Continue. I kind of felt like Chris Farley was super talented. He was a really funny guy, and mm-hmm. the problem with his movies is, is Tommy Boy was amazing. And then every movie after that was like, how can we like throw Chris Farley into this fish of water, yeah. out of water situation, and then just hurt him constantly? And, um, that's what inevitably killed him. That's what mm-hmm. led to his addiction. That's what led. So Chris Farley wanted to be a stand-up comedian. He didn't yeah. want to be an actor. He didn't want to be this um, physical comedy guy. He wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and he sucked at it. Um, yeah. But he gets on Saturday Night Live and he does his thing, and then he makes Tommy Boy, yeah, and all these things. But um, he got more and more in a depression because, you know, all these people were like, "Oh, you're so famous! Oh, you're so famous!" But he didn't like what he was famous for. He didn't like his movies. He felt that he was embarrassing his family. He yeah. was embarrassed. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja was like the one that he hated. Yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, I thought. I mean, Black, I love that movie. Black Sheep. I love so it. I mean, uh, but like Black Sheep should have just been Tommy Boy too. Yeah, I mean, and I love Black Sheep, but yeah, I I love both of them. But uh, yeah, like that was you know he was kind of in a position where the movie studios like he got typecast, and that's all they wanted him to do was those movies. And how are you supposed to say no to that? Right. No, I mean you know. You know, they're throwing but, a truckload of money on your lawn and you're yeah. like, oh, OK. But then he wasn't proud of what he was doing. So then he was famous for being the stupid fat guy is how he saw it in right. his head. So when he watched the premiere of Beverly Hills Ninja, mm-hmm. the scene where he's in the boat okay. is actually his feelings, like how he feels like a failure. Anyway, yeah. Um. You should hear David Spade talk about it because oh, yeah, that's yeah. really what did him in. Was... What do you? Uh, so, what do you think of the new David Spade show on Netflix? I haven't watched it. Yet. You haven't? Did you watch the one that was on uh, Comedy Central? I did not. I thought it was okay. I'm going to be real honest here. So, I've seen David Spade live, uh-huh. and I thought he was fantastic. I uh-huh. like David Spade. And I do too. You know, you have that, like, I grew up with that whole, like, I mean, I remember, so, when I was in college, um, the CDs came out, the Adam Sandler CDs, not video, mm-hmm. DVDs, not CDs, where they were, like, all audio, uh-huh. and we would sit in our dormitory and just fucking die right. at how funny those things were. And, you know, like it was Adam Sandler, it was like Kevin Nealon, it was like, Mm -hmm. 
you know, uh, um, I don't know if Chris Farley was on, but definitely David Spade was on. And so then David Spade came to our college and we got to go see him for free. And I mean, they paid him like 10 grand to come there, but he was, I thought he was great. And it's funny. Yeah. And I think he had a little, a little bit of time where he was, you know, he had yeah. a chip on his shoulder or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. he, you know, David Spade's been through a lot. But, uh, so, well, so recently I've been watching on YouTube, you know, YouTube, like the, you know, they, they'll take these clips and they'll they'll chop up a show and put mm-hmm. it on there and like he he has a he had a, a show on uh comedy central where it was a late night show mm-hmm. and he would have guests and i thought that they that i liked i liked the look of it i liked the aesthetic mm-hmm. he did a little monologue at the beginning and right. like there's whole episodes where he brought on like they would have themes mm-hmm. and he did one that was like uh, weekend update hosts and they had oh, cool. they had kevin nealon they had norm mcdonald and they had dennis miller mm-hmm. and he's like sitting and interviewing these people and for me that's like <laughs> fucking heaven right there that's like mm-hmm. heaven on a on a youtube video because like i grew up watching all those people right and you're hearing well, and think, you know i think unfortunately people forget that david spade like he the reason he's able to get those guests is he worked his ass off mm-hmm. and he was on Saturday night. Well, Live. And he worked all, with those people, yeah, they're you all know, friends, and, yeah. and, um, I think, I think David Spade is a little underrated. Yeah. Well, they, well, too. they canceled it. They canceled the, his show over the pandemic for, to save money. And right. I'm like, how did they, how did that cost anything? So then immediately Netflix picked him up and now he has a show on Netflix. Well, I'm going to have to watch it. The only thing I don't, I you know, the, and I feel like this is Netflix shooting themselves in the foot. The only thing I don't like about it is, is it's not a, sh- it's not like the same show. It's not like, let's take yeah. this show and put it on Netflix. It's him interviewing people from Netflix shows. Okay. And it's like, I don't want that. I want him doing what he was doing there on Netflix. Right. I want him to be able to do what he wants. I don't want you to be like, well, you come on Netflix and do a show where you interview, like, because they did that with, um, oh, gosh, Joel McHale. They did that with Joel McHale. And I felt like, and then they they canceled him. And I'm like, well, if you didn't like it with Joel McHale, why why are you going to like it with David Spade? They should have let David Spade do what David Letterman is doing. Yes. David Letterman's doing his thing. No, I and think, it's awesome. I think we're well, right. Well, I think you're right. I think they should let David Spade do what he wants to do. Exactly. And I'm, I'm saying if you're going to give somebody a show, yeah, don't be like let them do their thing. You, you, uh, you see how great David Letterman's show is doing. Let them do their thing. Well, because I feel like when you do something like that, you hamstring the host where they feel like they have to like. They have to act like they like everything that they're doing. And I don't mm-hmm. want them to. I want them to not like shit that they're doing. I want them to be like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want them to criticize yeah. some things. And they can't because they're like, <laughs> right. Uh, all right, uh, Santa Clarita diet. Blah, you know? Which I'm Speaking not... of the David yeah. Letterman thing, if you guys have not watched the episode with uh, Robert Downey Jr., mm. that one is you get like real insight into so david letterman is a better interviewer than i ever imagined oh you're talking about the one that's on netflix yes the one that's on netflix so he this last season the most recent season he had he did he had robert downey jr okay and he got robert downey jr to talk about all kinds of all kinds of things 
But he went out to Robert Downey Jr.'s like farm because oh, okay. that's what he does on his show. He goes and sees them yeah. in their element. Yeah. And I had no idea that Robert Downey Jr. had like pigs and cows mm-hmm. and all these things. And he literally gets David Letterman to shovel shit. And like, it's great. That's funny. <laughs> well, so I've, I went down a big uh, Norm MacDonald um, black oh. hole. Because I think Norm Macdonald is one of the greatest stand-up comedians ever. He and, is the greatest, in my opinion. if I can point to any one point where people should... If you say, well, where should I watch Norm Macdonald? Go watch the final episode of Late Night with David Letterman. Mm-hmm. And Norm Macdonald is the, is the comedian that he picked to be the mm-hmm. final comedian on Late Night with David Letterman. First of all... Johnny Carson, when he was at his prime, that was like where all the comedians wanted to be on. As soon yeah. as Late Night with David Letterman came on, though, it swerved. Everybody wanted to be on Letterman. Everyone wanted to be on Letterman. So Norm MacDonald was the final um, stand-up. And his stand-up on that episode is almost perfect. And yeah. so many comedians, if you go on YouTube, there's so many comedians talking about how amazing that stand-up is that that little yeah. set and one of the greatest things about it is is norm mcdonald is vicious and he's savage yeah and he, and he does oh, yeah. it and he does it in a very lazy way that seems like he, yeah. he doesn't care but he does <laughs> well he gets at the very end of the the set he tells a story about how he wanted to get it. He didn't know he didn't know what stand up was. And David Letterman <laughs> came to his town in Canada, and he saw David Letterman do stand up. Wow! And it made him decide he wanted to be a comedian. And That's so awesome. he does one of Letterman's jokes to Ugh. to end, and then he and then he cries and he tells David Letterman that he loves him. And then they, uh, and it's like, it's like ridiculous. That makes me want to choke up. It's gr- so, it's so great. So Norm McDonald, I'm glad you're going down a Norm McDonald rabbit hole because I think so everybody funny. needs to go down a Norm McDonald so... rabbit hole because <laughs> he is just so genius. But yeah. uh, I am a stand up comedian and I will tell you that there are periods of time where. I get bored of comedy. Yeah. I don't laugh at comedy. Right now is not one of those times because I haven't been to a comedy show in 10 months, you know. But um, Norm MacDonald has a special on Netflix that if I am very depressed <laughs> yeah. or if I'm having a bad day or if I'm having a great day, <laughs> I watch it and it has <laughs> a suicide joke in it. <clears throat> It is the most brilliant, not just suicide joke. It is the most brilliantly simple (laughs) joke I have ever seen in my life. And if anybody ever asks me what my favorite joke I've ever seen is, (laughs) it is Norm MacDonald. (laughs) I love Norm MacDonald. He's just so, he makes it look so goddamn easy is the other thing. And it, it's not fucking fair. And people hate him for it. Like they really <laughs> yeah. like comedians are like, this is such bullshit. But he's so it's not fair. He's like the ultimate comedian's comedian. Yes. Like they just they're just like, fuck, man. They're like fucking Norm, man. I never I don't think I've ever seen Norm McDonald do anything yeah. 
including Saturday Night Live, including every. I have never seen Norm Macdonald do anything that did not make me laugh. Well, and and the thing with Norm Macdonald is, <laughs> is he doesn't he didn't sell out never. No, never. Like he doesn't have to. He he. Well, I mean, he like he's almost fucked himself more than he's like helped himself. Well, yeah. Sure. And when he got fired from SNL, like I've gone down that much of a rabbit hole, Norm Macdonald. Yeah. <laughs> that like uh, the reason why Norm Macdonald got fired from SNL was because he wouldn't stop telling OJ Simpson jokes. Yeah, he wouldn't stop. And, and he they... kept writing this joke about a, <laughs> a dump truck. Mm. I don't know if you've heard that story. The one that, yeah, that's not why he got fired. I know it's not why he got uh, fired, but that is one thing that know, he always did. You're talking about also. the fake pitch, the 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 not dump yeah. truck. He was like, he's like, oh, okay, all right, all right. So you live in the top of a hill, and uh, yeah, you know those, uh, you know those, uh, those uh, relief uh, <laughs> when your brakes go out, and you live at the top of one of those. Right? He would he, he would pitch that constantly. Uh, to and SNL. the only reason it was funny is because. It got funnier the more he pitched it because <laughs> and they would, it was and the, never and the, gonna happen. Well, no, the hosts the hosts would always be like, "Yeah, let's do that." And then like they would come to they'd come to the day where they're like, "Oh, here's all the pitches." They're like, where's that one? He'd be like, "Ah, yeah, I just uh, couldn't get it together." Yeah, and he'd always do that. But like, he got fired from SNL from uh, he got fired from Weekend Update because he just yeah. kept on like in telling yeah. OJ jokes. And like when OJ Simpson got uh, acquitted. The first joke he said on Weekend Update, he's like, "Well, it's finally happened. Murder is now legal in California." <laughs> and like they, you know, and so Lauren Michaels didn't fire him. One of the heads of NBC who was friends with OJ told mm-hmm. him to stop, and then he didn't. And then they told him he was no longer on Weekend Update. And then he could only do sketches. And then he, I don't know if he quit or they fired him from the show because he, he didn't want to do sketches either. So then yeah. he goes and does the ESPYS. And they're like, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. From Clemson won the wide receiver from Clemson won the uh, uh, Heisman Trophy. And he's like, they can never take that away from you unless you murder your wife and a waiter. <laughs> and like he did that joke on the ESPYs. And they were like, oh, my God. It was like, oh, you know. And he just kept telling OJ jokes. He just would not stop. And I thought that was he fantastic. No, he he got, not. like, obsessive about OJ. And then, and then if you really want to get into it, like his, his uh, appearances on The View are amazing. <laughs> Barbara Walters hates his guts. Hates him. He talked. He talks about like the Clintons murdering people, and I don't know why they ever had him on that show. Like I don't. Like why? And like they they interview him and they're talking about the View and he's like, yeah, I stayed up because like he had a gambling problem, a real bad gambling problem. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, when I was on the View the first time, he was I was up all night in a casino, and I never went to bed. And then I went, and he goes, then I. And I think he was like doing coke or something, and then he went right to the view, <laughs> like like that morning after never going to sleep. And oh my god! I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he is literally one of my heroes, <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite people. I, yeah. If I ever got to meet Norm Macdonald, I think I would pass out and die. Oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I don't know. I think we've done enough silliness for this day. <laughs> Unless you guys want to talk about anything else. But uh, definitely, if you get a chance, if you're bored, go down a Norm MacDonald uh, rabbit hole on YouTube. And you'll you'll be shocked at how many how lo- far you'll go. 
It's I, just ridiculous. I cannot suggest enough. Oh, it's so fantastic. A Norm McDon- I go down a Norm McDonald rabbit hole like once a year. Yeah, it's great. It'll pull you out of wow. any funk. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just yeah, he's James, crazy. Watch the watch the final Letterman stand up tonight and yeah. you'll understand. It's fucking great. It is so good. I'll check it out. So. And also watch him on The View because that's just. That's. Also, that's amazing. the epitome of North <laughs> like, like him, his zero fucks given. <laughs> yeah. Like he does not read the room. He does not care. He doesn't care. Oh, really amazing. <laughs> I really aspire to be the type of comedian that's like, I don't care. Well, yeah. Like I'm telling you what's funny. Yeah. You don't tell me what's funny. Yeah. He's not trying to make. He's not trying to make the audience laugh. He's no. trying to make. He's the making other, himself laugh. And the other comedians in the room. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's trying to crack them up. But uh, anyway, uh, you guys have anything else you want to promote? Um, uh, just, you know, buy my wares on Etsy. And also, don't forget, next week I have a huge announcement. So. Ooh. That sounds fancy. <laughs> bougie. Good. Oof, bougie. Sounds fancy. <laughs> bougie and fancy. Okay. Uh, Smiley, what do you got? Um. Just uh, my usual stuff. Uh, look for me on Hulu or in, uh, in the NBC app for Midnight Texas and the Brave. Or on Netflix, you can see me on Daybreak. And also on HBO Max, uh, you can see me in Snatchers. Nice. Um, I'm on the podcast, What's Up, ABQ? Our first episode is out for season three. Uh, that's my first episode as the full-time co-host. So check out that show. Also, uh, with the What's Up ABQ, Tendrick Minimum, we are members of the Brellas Podcasters Guild. If you're looking, if you're in the Albuquerque area and you're looking for a place to start a podcast and you don't know how to do it, BrellasPodcastersGuild.com. We have our own studio, so as soon as COVID regulations are up, there will be a place where you can go and record. But other than that, we have classes. We have a 101 class where you can ask questions if you don't know what, you know, to un- you can basically say, hey, this is what I don't know and I want to know, and we answer them. So definitely go check that out. But uh, other than that, you can catch us here on Sunday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. on tendrinkminimum.com, on our YouTube channel, uh, facebook.com forward slash tendrink, and then we also have an Instagram channel, Instagram forward slash tendrink. But uh, other than that, that's about it. Hopefully we have another boring week. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, yeah. I think I think it might be it's I think it's gonna I think it's gonna chalk up to another uh-huh. just really boring slow mm-hmm. news week. Slow news week. Uh, I'm looking forward to Holly's big announcement next Sunday. You guys should really tune in. This should be the most watch ten drink minimum live <laughs> ever. It should be. The big announcement. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. So tune in. And with that, we are. Ten drink. Minimum. Dot com. <laughs>